Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Medicine Podcast. I'm Maddie Portland. I'm here with my co-host, Haley Karpik. Haley, live, I think- live from my childhood bedroom. Yeah, it's, so I was just going to ask version. <laughs> if you were back in the in in West Lafayette. I am. I'm back in Indiana. You can see my. If you look close enough, you can see my high school soccer lore in the back. Yeah, is back that your jersey back there? It is lucky number seventeen. <laughs> um, yeah, my jersey. Yeah, so it's it's you know classic back. I've got um I've got that behind me, and I have a lava lamp that was purchased like in two thousand four in front of me, like it is screaming back at home with my parents and it's lovely (laughs) you're right you're right back in it yeah back on my terms yeah all right well we agreed that for the intro question this week we were going to let let the fans in on uh, on our weekend because we we both had very sporty sporty weekends weekends. we're letting them behind the curtain letting them see our real lives And it's on brand because you did a sports thing and I watched a sports thing. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, that's true. I also spectated too. I did some I did some actual and then I did some spectating. Either way, they're both they're both quality. You're not helping this. You're cuz that just means you got through it quick enough to watch someone. Yeah. <laughs> but let, let, let's let's let everyone in. What what would you do this weekend? Yeah, we'll start with me because I think yours is more exciting. So this weekend we'll I ran the I ran the Philly half, the Philly half marathon. So which is exciting. I'm a I'm a hobby jogger as I like to call myself. Catch me on Strava, all you runners out there. Um, solid solid time this year. I didn't get a full training block in because I was sick in October. So I was like pleased with my efforts. It's a beautiful day. I like basically stalked two people for like six miles I liked their pace so I just latched on and like went with them for six miles and then I left them in the dust and had a good last seven or so miles so that was my athletic endeavor and then I also watched the next day was the Philly full marathon so I had a few friends running the full um always exciting like again the half is like just so chill compared to the full like I couldn't imagine running a full marathon but I had one friend go under three hours for the first time which was super hype shout out to Max and I had another friend who like wasn't a runner at all he texted me he's like oh I'm running the marathon I literally laughed out loud I was like no you're not he had the furthest he had run before this was like two miles and then he trained all summer all fall and then ran his first marathon ran like a little over four hours so really impressive like I was like literally had never run and the most he'd run was like two miles back in high school. So like 10 years ago and whipped out a marathon. That gives me hope. Yeah. If he that can do it. That gives me so yeah. much hope. Yeah. And he ran solid. Like, again, he was like nine minute miles, ran a little over four hours. I caught him at mile 24, like deep in the pain cave. And the look on his face was like pure distraught. And it made me I really made him, think twice. I made a mistake. Yeah. Why did I ever sign up for this? But then caught him at the end and, and the smile was back. So eventful weekend beautiful beautiful weekend in philly for both the half and the full marathon so no complaints had some good running and then i you know went out after and butt dialed you for 11 consecutive minutes <laughs> you did you did i and uh, let's let's just let the fans in on, on something a little bit more so you you kept giving these little like dropping these hints like you were about to pick up and like talk to me so i stayed on like a creep for, yeah, 11, for minutes. 11 minutes and then <laughs> and then finally uh my the people I with her were like I don't think she's gonna answer dude. I was like you're right I just and look it, foolish 
and, and to caveat, I will say I ran 13 miles and then went like almost straight to drinking, which, you know, they just, they hit different after a, a yeah, no, I'm level sure of that's, and therefore, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what it says on the, the bottles, right? Yeah. Like run 13 miles, then, and then be, and enjoy three and drink. sips and you'll be feeling amazing so yeah, yeah. i butt dialed you for 11 minutes i hope you enjoyed it i it, during that time you may have heard me i was out with some people and i was like taking their phones and looking up our podcast on spotify and like saving it i was like here you guys go like so i was promoting the pod so nice you're welcome and i'm glad you i'm glad we have an, we had an 11 minute conversation about absolutely nothing that you were just listened into my yeah, yeah. I think you guys were you guys were figuring out where you were going next. It sounded like it was well planned out, well thought out. And yep. um I did also hear and you shouted it out on the Instagram that like weird goo stuff you eat. What I talked about you heard me say that. Yeah, it was I I yeah, a goo. I it's like the birthday know, the flavored goo. Yeah, birthday cake. It's like the stuff that runners use. It's like it's got some kind of nasty consistency to it and they're not the most tasty. Oh, but yeah. I stand. I'll stand by the birthday cake goo. It's it's delicious. It's like so. astronaut food, right? Kind of, yeah. It's like you know, high caloric, not a lot of volume to it. And yeah, I ate the birthday cake goo at mile seven and a half, and never felt better. So okay, and I well, stand by. I, that's the best goo flavor. I'll I'll die on that hill. That is a, actually a great transition because I discovered a watermelon vodka red bull at my race and that also doesn't taste very good but i did no. drink three of them i couldn't be that bad <laughs> red bull <laughs> gives you wings it did it did give me wings yeah um and they were needed especially for the first two days of the event so uh in case anyone's been been living under a rock. I got the the chance to go to the uh, Formula One. Living under a rock, or we'll caveat by saying not a fan of F one. <laughs> sure, but I mean, I don't. I feel like it's been in the news. Like if like like everyone in Vegas like is boycotting F one. They are not not a fan of it. They they do not want it to come back. It's caused quite a bit of chaos in a, uh, oh. in Las Vegas. Yeah, it was this huge thing. Then the oh, whole like one. manhole incident got like happened like i, I don't so, I, I'm, we're not an f1 podcast so i don't want to go too deep into maybe it I, basically maybe i am living under a rock i feel like i didn't hear about any of that i knew f1 yeah was in vegas and that's the extent of my knowledge no, no no so there was this so they spent all this money they like all these small businesses like all these parking lots were closed for these small businesses prices for everything were hiked up like yeah. through the roof like an 11 minute uber was like 75 dollars not gonna lie that yeah so like it was crazy luckily we discovered uh thanks to thanks to the, the the locals we were with we discovered the monorail and cutting through different casinos so yeah <laughs> there is an um, efficient way to travel through vegas and that there is that would be it. i i will the say tunnels. so it's interesting that you did a half marathon because the first day of the the grand prix i walked nine miles Oh, and there you go. Our where we were staying was supposedly only three miles from where our like zone was for our tickets. So you could kind of see the frustration building as I'm with 
you know, this, this group of people I'm in booties by the way, too. So, um, I'm impressed with myself. I was looking, looking profesh. Yeah. Uh, and, um, is that normal attire for an F1 race or people no. dress to the nines? Uh, actually, so I will say, yeah, people do dress up for, um, for the race. If you're in like general admission or grandstands, it's usually like, I'd say like more like ballpark, regular ballpark, like attire. So like a lot of like jeans, Converse, Nikes, stuff like that. But people do also dress up. And if you sit in like the nice seats or you're in like a club viewing, then you're super dressed up. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, no. (laughs) Whenever people say dress up, that's always like my joke. I'm like, oh, are you in your prom dress? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, no. Yeah. It it was, it's an interesting, it's an eclectic crowd. Yeah, Yeah, I I did. I did walk a lot. We saw saw the race. It was uh, it was super cool. We had great seats. A um, lot won. of a uh, lot of people gambling. Uh, Max Max Verstappen won again. So, oh not, yes, uh, not um he's won like the majority of the races this year. There's like a meme on social media that's like you tune in sometimes at six in the morning every weekend to watch the same person go around a track 50 or 70 times and win. And you're like, yeah, that's, 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 what we did. that's how it's been going. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, my takeaways from Vegas are, uh, it's a super interesting place. It's where like the most different people from the most like different walks of life come together yeah, and gamble and, and drink and watch sporting events and, and such. So yeah. that was kind of odd. It's very fun uh, as like a female when you like run into a guy and you're like, I know something about sports and they're like impressed. Yeah. It's a good <laughs> Which place you'll to get... flex your, your sports knowledge. It is. It is. So we'll get, well, I think that's, that's a good transition for the the topic of today yeah. because it, you it really would have thought so I was doing like, chemical engineering when like the like people we were out to dinner with were like oh yeah like tomorrow's sunday like i'm gonna recover and just like bet on football games all day and i'm like oh cool like you know what's what's the spread for the giants game and they're like you know what a spread is and i'm like yeah it's that's and by the end of this podcast you two listeners will know what a spread is what the spread is yeah 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 all right yeah, well, well it, Haley, it was so timely you that like you were in vegas take us through now, it yeah 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 i will say it's yeah like i said it's, it's so timely that you were you were in vegas and now yeah the pod we're going through today is oh, just wait what before we start i have for to sure. say one i have to get in one other one other story I, here you it. know what and i'll shout out um my mom i talked to my brother on the phone uh right before we started recording this and you know what she is a little right i was a bit foolish um on my flight home i had a 7 p.m flight home that was direct that was supposed to go from las vegas to chicago but i i I got to the airport in the morning well not really the morning like after like right at the afternoon beginning of the afternoon and I'm like thinking about it and I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to sit here like all day. And I'm like, I don't really want to do that. 
So then I get on the phone and I'm like, all right, I'm on standby. So I fly standby and I go from Las Vegas to New Jersey and then New Jersey to Chicago. So a couple things wrong there. One, I flew over Chicago to uh, to get to Chicago, which was and this, wait. This is only because you wanted to leave sooner. Yeah, yeah. Like I got impatient and and just and just went for it. And it was a bad idea. I will say, looking back, I also screwed up that I did not like do enough. Like I do travel, but not like a ton. So I didn't realize the tickets, like, did all the math for me, basically. So I thought by, like, doing this standby, I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to get home two hours early. I beat the system. Let's go. I'm doing it. Turns out I saved 45 minutes on my trip. Did you save any money? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, it didn't cost any money for me to make this foolish mistake, but oh. it was, um, was a bit silly. You could, uh, when I was telling people, like, when I was on the plane and people, we were, like, chatting about the race and stuff, and they're like, oh, where are you going? And I'm like, oh, Chicago. <laughs> Chicago via New Jersey, via Newark Airport. <laughs> Why are you on this plane? And I was just like, it'll make sense when I, like, talk about it. And that's when I quickly realized that. Has it made I, sense to you yet? It, I did say 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. So. But you had to go to Newark Airport, which is hell in itself. So. Yeah, we had to take a bus to get from like Terminal C to Terminal A. It, yeah. It's... <laughs> it was. I'll, I won't do it again. Like I'm literally, like, I'm literally admitting here that I, I messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very on brand of you to do. Be like, oh, I'm going to get on this earlier flight and fly two hours out of my way and then two hours back. And say 45 minutes. And say 45 big, big whole minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just like getting dinner at the Las Vegas airport. Watching a movie. Right. Yeah, no, there were solutions. You there were gone, other solutions. You could have gone and gambled at the Las Vegas airport while you were waiting. Yeah. Yeah. There were so many Slot other machine. solutions. Yeah. You were just an innovative thinker. You wanted to say, you said this, <laughs> I'll do anything for 45 minutes. <laughs> solutions based. You are a solutions based. Yeah. We don't, we won't talk about how you get there, but you are a solutions based problem solver that's hilarious that's the most you thing i've heard in a minute so when you you texted me and you were like hey we i can't record tonight i'm at the newark airport i was like what i was like worried i was like did you get on the wrong flight and did your flight get diverted no you did that on purpose <laughs> well i'm glad you made it back to chicago in one in one piece thank you and yeah yeah, I guess on that note, thanks. That's a good story, though. That's that will yeah. help the listener know if you need to know anything about Maddie Portland. That is, uh, that wraps it up pretty concise. It's a pretty concise story to get a good personality glimpse. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I guess we can, you know, go into the topic again. Very timely since you were in Vegas. We're talking about gambling. I'll give a quick shout out to. The one, the only Liz Ith who texted me and was like, you guys should do gambling 
for girls. And I was like, okay, we'll do a little gambling for dummies. Um, I think this is a great topic because sports gambling is like ubiquitous now. It's everywhere. Everybody's doing it. You can do it in like almost every state. You can do it on your phone. You can do it in the at a game in the middle of the game. You can bet on the game you're sitting and watching. Um, and there's a lot of terms. And I think a lot of people get the terms and get what it means. Um, but for those of you who don't, who honestly, before this episode, a lot of these terms I was like a little confused on. But now we're just here to enlighten you. This is gambling 101. And this is us not saying you should gamble. It's just teaching you about the terms of gambling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would say best advice, don't. But <laughs> if you're going to, here's some, here's some, you know, some fun yeah, facts. Like, some fun facts and then like get you the lingo so that when you're hanging out with the guys or gals or whoever is gambling, you're going to be like, oh, okay, I get what they're saying when they say they're going to bet, you're, they're going to place a five-leg parlay, you know, something like that. Yeah. So we're here to educate the masses, but I'll do just a quick run through. Um, history of gambling, as you could guess, people have been betting on shit for ages. They've They've been asking the question of, or they've been saying, you know, let's make this interesting since probably the dawn of time. Um, and then like kind of le leading into Vegas, like Vegas was really the first place to, you know, start gambling. It used to be like the only place you could gamble was in Vegas. And, you know, you, know, you saw that firsthand. They've got card games. They've got slots. They've got sports gambling, the whole nine yards. Um, and then slowly but surely states have legalized gambling. So you can actually like gamble in real time from your phone. You used to have to like go to a casino and do it, but now it's legal. It's like, you know, legal in a bunch of states. I'll run through them. North Carolina, Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Maine, Michigan, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Oregon, Pennsylvania, um, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, DC, West Virginia, Wyoming. And then you can bet in person. Ooh. Yeah. I'm like a, I'm like an auction reader with that, <laughs> but a really slow <laughs> auction reader. And then you can bet in person in Delaware, Mississippi, Montana, New Mexico, North Dakota, South Dakota, Washington, and Wisconsin. So, so for all those people out there listening to us in Montana, get on your horse and get over to that casino and get to that casino and gamble in person. Can't do it online. But then like there's apps you can do it like the most common ones. And like, if, let me know if I forget, like there's like DraftKings and FanDuel, BetMGM, yep. Yep. Am I Caesars, you? Caesars, Caesars is a big one. And then I'd say probably Barstool, their sports oh, Barstool. books is pretty, pretty big too. Yeah. But I think you covered, you covered the, like, I feel like the main ones that have all the like commercials. Exactly. Like the ads that you see for DraftKings. I feel like I see DraftKings and FanDuel all time. the time. Or like, you know, during the Super Bowl, you'll see like first bet free on FanDuel or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, like in these states where it's legal, you can just download the app and it knows where you are. And if it's legal in that state, you can place bets on, you know, whatever you want and specifically here we're talking about sports but like gambling you can gamble on anything and then back in the day you think about like now you can get on your phone and gamble so easily like but like back in the day you used to, have to like call a bookie like have you, you you know what a bookie is like you just like would call somebody who would place these bets for you and nowadays you just get on your phone it's pretty crazy Yep, yep. Or or sometimes people have like a friend kind of act as the bookie and yeah, keep track of everything for you. Yeah, which is an interesting concept. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you, I don't know. It'll be interesting. You know, hey, listeners, let us know. Email us at the sports medicine podcast at gmail.com. What are the advantages of using a bookie? Are there yeah. any? Or if you're know. a bookie out there, let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us your clientele. Yeah. Like what what's our, what what advantage do you play? Yeah. But um, yeah, that's kind of like the quick history of gambling. And again, like I feel like nowadays you just see it everywhere. And if you're like a younger listener, you probably don't even remember prior to sport, like gambling being illegal in all these states where you could just like whip out your phone and gamble on like basically any game, et cetera, under the sun. So yeah. What has been the like weirdest or like most unique thing you've ever gambled on? I've never sports gambled. Have you gambled on anything? No. Wow. I mean, I've, I've like, okay, so put, that's that's you. I feel like you. I feel like you and I have like probably put. I feel like you and I have bet like, oh, I'll bet you ten bucks about something or another. But I've never placed a bet. Oh yeah. Okay. So we've done yeah because we've done like with Purdue's playing basketball. We've done yeah. That. Or like we've yeah. Into those. Like or honestly, I, think I, I might have. Like, I might have. I might have bet. I might have bet that I could have gotten like a B. Well, I on also a think we forms final. I also think and we bet I think one time I gotta on, minus. remember the, I think one time we were in the same sorority. That's, that's another thing people can know about us. We were in the same sorority. I bet you on the length of our voting, the over, the over under on our voting, how long it would take us. Cause it, that was always like the longest chapter ever. It'd be like five oh and not really be like God. three hours long. We bet on that. But that was like, I think I bet you like a den pop. Like, yeah, no, you definitely <laughs> did. You definitely like a did. 25 and cent soda. <laughs> I want to say that I, I think I won. I think you or, did. Win. No, yeah, I think I did. I think I did. Yeah, I think um, you did. But that was that was fun. So we'll get into it. We'll let we'll let the listeners know what what, what an over under is. Yeah. Um, so, oh, yeah, just, I can run through the terms. But have you? What? Yeah. What's the weirdest? Thing? I mean, I've had friends who've gambled on like darts, professional darts. Like that's like the winners one I can think of. Yeah, I'm trying to think if we've done. I I don't think I've like. I've heard some weird like props. Yeah, coming from like an Irish Catholic family that will you know, essentially bet on anything that moves. Like, yeah. nothing's really considered odd, but I haven't gone outside of, like, baseball, football, basketball. Yeah. So, and really, like I said, my preferred way to spend money is at restaurants uh, on fancy meals, not not on sports betting. But, no, like, for, like, Super Bowls, for holidays, stuff like that, we'll, we'll bet, so. Yeah, like, do a game of squares or, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Squares, yeah. or like you said, like I think, like I think prop bets are really funny. Prop bets. So are I'll fine. be like, oh well, like Zach Blumied hit a triple double. You know, probably not, but I'll bet on it. Like, yeah, that's kind of fun for the holidays. Yeah, and I but think you hear, yeah, you hear a lot of like funny or like unique prop bets. I feel like those are the ones yeah, that are, like, like first really first like, Super Bowl commercial will be alcohol related. Yeah, yeah, the Gatorade gonna be. And we'll run How through that. long so we, is yeah. the national anthem gonna last for the Super Bowl? Like over yeah. under for three minutes or whatever. Yeah, those I like. Those I'll, yeah. those, those I'll get into. Those can be fun. Those can be fun. So yeah, I'll, we'll, I'll dive into the kind of the terminology around gambling and yeah, just kind of the again the, ter- the you're sitting at a bar. The guy the the guys are you know whatever we say, just guys being dudes. You're talking with the guys and they're talking about who they're betting on tonight, this is going to make you prepared to at least understand the conversation and not just completely zone out and think about what you're going to make for dinner tomorrow. This is going to have, allow you to be engaged in the conversation. So I switched my insurance to State Farm. 
And get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent? It's called service. Call State Farm Agent Joe McNamara in the northwest suburbs of Chicago today. So we'll start with like the simplest term, like the simplest, like most straightforward term, which is betting on the money line. So the money line, that's just straightforward, no frills, simply choosing which team is going to win simple win-lose scenario so you could place a bet on lame you know lame (laughs) you're gonna make all of our listeners be horrible gamblers it's a (laughs) it's a pretty like low risk like again you're just betting on the winner or the loser it's kind of boring but it's very straightforward the money line um like purdue is playing tennessee in basketball right now you could bet who's gonna win just straight up and then we move on to we're gonna kind of like go in hierarchy of I guess I got things I thought were confusing when I was looking up, you know, terms getting more and more confusing. The you next, could also look at it as like a linear graph of like excitement. You, I would agree. This is like, we're, or, or, we're traveling upward or like potential risk, you know, yeah. like yeah. a money, a money line. Potential is, to lose money, money is, is going grow. to increase because like the money yeah. line, like the, like, yeah, like, I mean, you can, you could bet on a team with really low odds to win and win a lot, but it's going to be like a low risk, low reward kind of scenario. Right. So, ne- right, so right. next moving on to the over and under, you know, they'll talk about the over under some, it's also known as the totals is another term that people will use. Um, this actually doesn't hinge on whether a team wins or loses. Um, you focus on the total number of points scored by both teams which is great. It can be great for viewing the over under. If you're like betting on the over under is great for viewing because you're, you're like not cheering. You're cheering for like the teams to score a lot of points if you're betting like, or to not score a lot of points. So you're really like not like investing too much in one team. I guess you could, but it can be a little bit more of like a more palatable way to gamble. Um, so yeah. people, when your significant other takes you on a date to a sports game, that either you don't care about or they don't care about a lot of times people that are into sports gambling will bet a bet a place a bet on an over or an under which will make automatically make the game more exciting more easily able to engage so if you're taking your date to one of those games maybe you ask them hey are you placing a bet are you do are you going with the over or the under and they'll be like, wow, I knew I picked the right one when I saw you I'm standing there across the bar. <laughs> like, you know, like this, this girl can talk gambling and like, and she knows how to make a game interesting. She's a keeper. <laughs> so yeah, again, you're getting, you're just over under looking at those total points. You can, you know, if you're thinking strategy, you could like leverage teams defense or offensive capabilities if you know a a team's if you're if you think a team's going to score a bunch of points or that there's going to be no defense in the game and that both teams are going to score a bunch of points maybe you pick the over or something like that um but just to like put it an example like 
an over under on an NBA game could be something like 210.5 points. So that's the, and the 0.5 is just the hook. It just prevents ties. So you, it prevents you from like landing on a specific number. So if the over under was 210 for an NBA game and you bet the over, you want the total points in the game, team A plus team B to equal greater than 210 points. You'd be thrilled. You make money. Again, your date's all impressed because you, you know. You called it. You called it. Or and if you, and the under, uh, to me, I'm like, do people bet the under? It sounds kind of lame. I mean, I guess if you know a lot about a team and you're like, oh, I know they're not going to score a lot of points here. This, this is a tough defensive matchup. I'm going to bet the under. I would be betting the over because I just, I just want teams to score, you know? like, And this is why I don't yeah. score. <laughs> I would say, you know, listeners again, Email us, flame us, let us know that we're wrong. Comment below. But I feel like if you bet the under, you're trying to prove that you know about sports. Yeah, like you're trying to flex. Yeah, like you're like, oh, I watch so much sports that I even know about defense. Like I don't just yeah. care about like dunks and touchdowns and birdies and like cool stuff exactly. like that. Yeah. Like I pay attention to boring stuff too. And it's like, well, that's cool, but I don't. So Yeah, so maybe you're trying too hard. Yeah, and then and then the date goes. Oh my god, they bet the under. Ugh. Swipe they're left. Out. Swipe. <laughs> they're out. That's that's the last date right then and there. <laughs> but yeah, let us let us know why we're wrong. Let, yeah, let me know. because that's I guess that's like my my biggest caveat on this whole thing. I don't gamble, so I genuinely don't really um, know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm just you know informing yeah. the masses on the terminology and throwing in my commentary <laughs> as I go. So exactly. yeah, over under total combined points you're betting off of that the next one we alluded to this earlier the point spread so also you call the spread you know it's picking a winner and betting on the margin of victory so over under again you're just hoping both teams have fun this the money line you're picking a winner the point spread <laughs> The point spread you want you have to have fun. That's what we're labeling this episode. We yeah, all, I, I hope everybody under, just has a good time. Equals we hope both teams, both have, teams fun. have fun. Everybody just needs to have a real good time. Sorry, um, we can cut out my like coughing laughter, but uh, that I like was the awesome. laugh. It stays in. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, sorry. Yeah, so the point spread. We'll point get back spread. to it. Yeah, you're picking a winner and you're betting on the margin of victory. So you're like, you kind of have to like know a little bit more about the team. Are they talented? Are they going to win? And they are, are they going to win by the amount of victory that Vegas or the house thinks that they're going to win by? Um, the point spread has like a big, you know, has a greater chance for payout in like the gambling game. Those, these odds are like, you'll find, you know, again, cause it's, it's, you're betting on the winner and on the, margin or the loser and the margin so you can get a better you know bigger payout with these um and a term you also may have heard a lot is covering the spread you know they're saying oh are they going to cover the spread so that covering the spread is um like that you covering the spread is they win by the team you pick to win wins by more than the allotted amount to cover so if the spread is a negative 3.5 on the game, like tonight, Purdue playing Tennessee. Purdue is a three and a half point favorite. 
which means and favorite gives you that neg the negative sign. So if you're negative three and a half point favorite, that means don't be confused by the negative. That means that just that means you're the favorite. It's not a bad thing. So if you're a negative three point five favorite, the team has to win by more than three point five, also known as four points, to cover the spread. So if Purdue wins tonight, as we're talking about this, this game may already be over. I don't even know. Um, if for Purdue to cover the spread, they would have to win the game by four points. And your, that's your, they would cover and your bet would cover. So, and then the, on the opposite, like if you're betting on the, the underdog is going to have the positive, the plus in front of them. So they'd be a three and a half point underdog. It would show up as plus 3.5. So you may see that that's, I think that's kind of a confusing thing. And you will hear all the time people toss around like, oh, are they going to cover the spread? That just means, are they going to win and win by the amount that, and the spread is also just like, again, these are not numbers that some like Vegas, the house quote unquote determines these numbers. Um, and the, the line of the game is determined by people in Vegas, I think, or who, wherever. Algorith like, like algorithms, algorithms for like the different casinos and stuff. Yeah. And, and the spread yeah, changes like up until like it can change, like say the- Up till they, the game starts. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, you know, say the spread is seven and a half and a major player gets injured in practice during the week, the, the spread may change and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so I think the biggest thing is the, the negative. The negative means you're the favorite. And covering the spread means you're winning and you're winning by the allotted amount or and, losing and losing by the allotted amount. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. if you bet the underdog and they lose, but they lose by less than what the, they're, they they were favorited to lose by, they also win. So yeah. Different options. Yes, fun. there's a lot of so, options and you can pick them to win and not cover or win and cover. Like there's that one gets, I think that's one where it gets like tricky in your mind. In my mind, personally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, so I'm looking up. I'm looking up the spreads for the NFL for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Who's playing on Thanksgiving so, in the NFL? That's a good question. We got Green Bay Packers versus Detroit Lions. Because De I believe the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys always, always play, play on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. Always. Yeah. So that Detroit Lions are a yep seven and a half point favorite over the Green Bay Packers. Yep. I, I would you take that, that back? I like yes, I, I would probably too. will. Yep. And oh, then yeah. Dallas Cowboys versus Washington Commanders. Dallas is an eleven point favorite. That's, they playing at home. Uh, oh, but if you're if you're doing FanDuel, it's only negative uh, ten and a half. Actually, they're see, only ten it, and a half point favorite. It kind of depends on you got to so, see where you're looking. Shop kinda, around. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, Seahawks and 49ers. Right now, 49ers are a six and a half point favorite. So we'll see. But, uh, you know, my brothers and my entire family will likely be. Oh, they're Seahawks fans, right? Are you betting on that? Um, yeah, Will Will's yeah. Seahawks fan. Sean is actually a Vikings fan. So, that's a good team. That's uh, a fun team to be cheering for right now. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, wow. Yeah. That was like, that looked like their season was over, and over. now it looks like their season just started. Like, exactly. Like, and they've got cool. newfound hope. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're a fun team. So, yeah, if you're it's if the you're hope gambling. that kills you, though, I kind of feel like the Vikings are to Sean what, like, Purdue is for us. Yeah. You know? like, what, is, like... what does George Costanza say about um, 
hope i hate i hate hope hope is killing me um that is how i feel about yeah i don't want hope hope is killing me um that is if i like currently my instagram picture is garfield if i were to change it it would be george costanza saying i hate hope hope is killing me because that is and strictly a sports mindset because i think hope is the enemy in sports that's why i'm like not getting into pretty basketball this year <laughs> i can't let myself hope can't. can't let myself hope <laughs> but um yeah and I'll, I'll say that you'll check it in a month and i'll be addicted to this team so you know i know they're um, number two right now they're like teasing you yeah let's see if they my parents they pull out the win against well, tennessee I'm looking, I'm looking it up right now pretty basketball live my reaction back. people Finally, they, they did win 71. I've I've been hearing my brother and my dad and my cousin down there like re- live reacting to the game. Yeah. Yeah, they won 71 to 67. They'll play in the final of the Maui slash Honolulu taking place in Honolulu, which is a stacked tournament, by the way. A crazy good basketball, especially if you want to watch tomorrow. Purdue's going to play. They'll play you either to sit Kansas. on a beach when you're not playing. That sounds awesome. I know, I know. I twist my arm. I'd go to Hawaii, but yet tomorrow, Purdue, yeah. Purdue will play the winner of um, Kansas and Marquette, one versus four. Ooh, is it? Yeah, Marquette is. Are they? Are they number four? Number one right now? Four. I know they're super Kansas high. Is one. They're four. Kansas is one. Kansas so is now one. let's okay. see. Let's see what the line is. Line Kansas. That's gonna be um, close. Marquette. I bet Kansas is probably gonna be a favorite. Yeah. Dwayne Wade was down there because he's a Marquette guy in Maui yeah. for this or in Honolulu for this tournament so let's see I'm looking on sports book let's see currently um Kansas is a four and a half point favorite the yeah, over see, under that's close the over under is 157.5 so again over under total points the spread pretty good for a college game like beginning of of beginning ish of the season yeah that's that's a decent amount of points i would bet the under on that although i don't really know about any of these teams this is why i don't gamble (laughs) i'm like i'm out here like yeah (laughs) you should do that see i gotta be honest i like like i'll log into the apps all the time and look at like the point like the spreads yeah to see like the different things but i just don't bet on them that's smart that's let me know if that's yeah let me know if that's illegal (laughs) i think you can i just think it's interesting i think i just think it's interesting to look at it yeah like i don't know look look but don't touch but yeah so we'll move on to the last few kind of like random bet terms and then i've got some like random things to ask slash slash a mini soapbox to get on um so next bet thing we'll talk about is a prop bet um but so like a prop bet is often but not always like based around an individual player um we talked about some like not player examples earlier like what color is the gatorade going to be at the super bowl on the winning coach or um like random things like that like a prop bet would another example would be like how you know you're betting on this a quarterback to have x number of passing yards um or you're betting on so and so to score two touchdowns during a game. So you're betting on like an individual player event kind of thing. Um, Like in my show notes, I say dumb shit, like what color the Gatorade will be poured on the winning coach. So I always think prop bets are kind of like random kind of dumb things that like they throw together. Um, And then next we'll talk about the parlay, which I, a term you've probably heard of. I feel like everybody loves to bet a parlay because they're so a parlay is like when you combine multiple bets into a single wager high risk high reward 
all of your picks must pan out for you to win. So that means you're picking like, again, random examples, like you're picking Purdue to cover, you're picking, um, you're picking Jalen Zach Eady to, to get yeah. 20 like points. X number of points per game and or X picking, number of yeah. rebounds with Purdue win, take, winning the spread would be yeah, a, and, a good example of parlay. All the guys will parlay like a whole Sunday football thing exactly. together. They'll, they'll, cr- so they'll, they'll do their, their four leg, leg or parlay. five leg And now the leg, the leg just equals how many individual bets are you've made. You've made. Um, yeah. And like they're high risk, high rewards. Um, uh, parlays like if you look anywhere like gambling 101 beginners avoid should avoid a parlay you don't at know all costs at all yeah. costs you do not know enough but that is the fatal mistake if you i feel like everybody just like jumps right into a parlay and they're like gambling on again it's, it's just like high risk high reward you can buy you can like cash out of your parlay like in the middle of it but you, again you kind of lose a lot of that money um, and you'll be judged by and you'll your be judged by everybody in your friend and group. everyone you know and everyone that's at that Buffalo Wild Wings looking <laughs> at you cashing out being like really yeah you call yourself a fan I was now in, like but parlays can be like super exciting like I was one time watching a game with somebody who had a seven leg parlay that was like that is silly silly it was silly and the amount of money that he won was silly and we were like he's sitting there and, yeah. and he's like he's like holy shit holy shit he's like if this guy scores a touchdown I, he, he's like whispering my ears because he was like trying to remain calm he's like if this shit guy if so-and-so scores a touchdown i'm gonna hit my seven leg parlay and i was like what and i'm like for any hits and he's like <laughs> i'm like standing up at the table like freaking out and he's like remain calm it was genuinely crazy but like they're yeah it's, it's hard to happen you're, you're you're banking on a lot of things going right for you and you being really right about a lot of things which nobody's that right about a lot of things um but they're super common you always hear guys like talk about their parlays and that's what i always ask the guys like what's your parlay what you got on your parlay like send me your parlay and they'll like send the screenshot of the parlay um but they're just kind of dumb in my opinion like it's like again high risk high reward but like you're really banking on a lot of things going right for you they're entertaining they're entertaining they're definitely entertaining but they are the easiest way that people usually you know lose money guys yeah will lose money quickly exactly lose money very quickly yeah so there's the parlay and then there's like there's like some other terms like there's live betting which is like when you bet during a game there's a futures bet when you like wager on a team to win a division or a conference or a certain champion um championship so there's like some other intricacies but those are like the big picture terms that you may hear and we just wanted to enlighten you so you can understand, participate in conversations when people are talking about throwing their money down the drain, you know? <laughs> but then- Haley, um, thanks for taking us through yeah, that. Yeah. And then, yeah. So that's kind of like gambling 101, gambling for dummies. You know that yellow book that they've got, the gambling for? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's what, um, that's what I'm here for. Um, but like some general gambling tips, you know, I Googled, like, what are some gambling tips? Um, start simple, start straight up with those money line bets, but those are so boring, but they, you know, start simple, um, pick a sport you're familiar with, do your homework, kind of know, you know, make educated decisions. Um, so I should not put a three, like three leg parlay on bobsledding. 
no because you don't know i don't even think all you know is it's a sled going down a hill <laughs> you don't know anything else um, also paris is a summer olympic right yeah so i don't know how much bobsledding is <laughs> going on right now but i'm gonna guess you could bet on it because you can really bet on anything <laughs> my biggest tip for betting though i would say is like don't bet on games that you're like emotionally invested in i've been oh, next never to, i've been next that is to the some golden rule but of i betting. think everybody breaks it because i'm like i do I'm sitting next to like some grown men who are like losing their mind because A, their team is losing and B, they placed money on that team. So they're like doubly sad. So yeah, yeah don't that don't team is breaking on, your heart in more ways than one. In more ways than one. Um, so yeah, kind of bottom line is like betting adds a lot of additional excitement to the game. I think it's totally changed how we watch sports. Like the NFL red zone is set up for fantasy football and for gamblers like it's you know it's like totally. the perfect you can check all the scores you can see how all your players are doing so it adds a lot of excitement but um yeah it's not i don't know it's it's not it's interesting we'll go into like you maybe are like thoughts on gambling but i'll I'll do my hot take first my hot take of the day oh yes my hot not like a hot take maybe it's just like an observation um like I just feel like every heterosexual male I know is like addicted to gambling. Maybe like low key addicted, some are high key addicted to gambling. Like, and, and, and I, I, this is me generalizing. There's probably like, I'm, I'm generalizing to the heterosexual male population, but like, I just feel like a lot of the guys I'm friends with, they're just like all gambling. And I love to talk to them about it. Like it's, um, it is my like when in doubt i'm with my guy friends like oh shit there's nothing to talk about i know what i can bring up hey what do you what'd you bet on tonight and then they just open up and they'll tell you they'll share, share their soul but like random questions i just think it's so interesting like they're i just think all these guys are like low-key addicted to gambling um and some are smart yeah. with it like don't get me wrong like i think some people are smart with it but i think some people are like mm. spending it's a lot of money to me i know like i know guys that like which are like i mean like i said like everyone has ways that they like to spend money if that's the way yeah. you like to spend money and Good you're you. doing it responsibly yeah. go for it but it is like wild like i have friends that have like their like annual budget like on yeah. excel and they have an, an entire sheet Calm. dedicated to their expensing of gambling, gambling. Per in year. Like, which it, in some ways very, like that's good like you're putting you're putting Setting like boundaries. stop on yeah. it like that's which is great but it's just interesting to me as someone who does not have a desire to, do, to that. do that, that like some people need to do that. Yeah. And, and that's, and what, that's, that's what I find interesting. Yeah. And there's plenty of people who don't put that much thought into like, that's good. I'm like the people who are doing that and who are being like conscious about it. And like, that's a question I always ask people like who are real big into sports gambling. I'm always like, I don't always ask them how much money, but I always ask them, like, do you know how much money you've inputted into the system? Because it's a really easy find. You can and see how much it's absurd. Like, and, and like, how many people don't know. And, and I'm not talking about um, wins or losses. I'm just talking strictly input. How much money have you thrown into the system? I'm not. And, you know, you can see, like, where you're sitting. Like, if you're in the red, you're in the green for on, like, a certain app. And, again, you can see how much money you've inputted. But I always ask, like, how much money have you do you know how much money you've thrown in here? And like, I also like, you know, I'll ask them how often I just like, again, I feel like the guys that I know, I hope they're not listening to this. I love you all. 
love you baby love you all like you guys are great people but i like they're betting every day like every day that there's something there's they're gambling they're putting money on darts they're putting money on table tennis on a day on a tuesday when there's no um you know nothing to gamble on but i always like like, how many people have watched more than a single match of table tennis in their entire life no like none so that's why i always like ask i'm like okay like how often do you do it what's the most obscure bet like sport you've placed a bet on because i think that's a key indicator to how much they're gambling because if they're betting on table tennis then wow like if they're like oh i bet every sunday on a game i'm like okay maybe you've you got some limits um always Mm -hmm. ask them to like what's your biggest win what's what's the most you've ever won what's your biggest loss um another question I was at how often do you withdraw like do you keep the money sitting in there or is there a point in time where you take money out um and then my my kicker question is um do you invest your money in a traditional manner that's like always my I'm like the follow-up of everything my follow-up is like I'm like okay so outside of maybe you know I'm talking about people with like nine to five jobs and again we're all fortunate like people like us who are fortunate to have those and have 401ks i'm like outside of your like company investment like do you invest your money in more traditional ways or is this like your is this your fun money is or you know like i kind of like to just probe and see like what else like and some people are like oh yeah like i've got my stocks i've got my mutual fund all this x y and z and some people are like oh no like this is i got my savings and i've got my whatever i've got at work and i've got my gambling like it's interesting just to see your habit that you might want wanna, to reconsider yeah and i mean again you can do like if you have you the ability to have like your own investments they like unlike your five leg parlay which will <laughs> almost certainly not hit the uh the mutual funds have been proven to hit they're, they're gonna they're gonna work out for you they're gonna, they are. I mean, Long, it's going to take a while. There's risk involved in anything outside of right. throwing. I was going to say throwing your money into your mattress, but even that has some risk. But yeah, it's just like <laughs> I just think it's interesting. And again, like my also my other thing I'm trying to find and like would love comment below, email us, reply to our messages, whatever. I want to find a girl that gambles, and I'm not talking. I'm talking like girl that gambles, like. I, I, you have a FanDuel account, but I really don't know anybody. I don't, I ask almost every chick I'm with. I'm like, do you gamble? Do you have a, and like, I ask, I feel like I know some people who are like pretty knowledgeable on sports. I consider myself like fairly in the know about sports. Not like I'm like got my finger on the pulse at all times, but like, mm-hmm. I don't even, I would not even consider gambling, but I'm trying to find a girl that gambles in like a normal girl and like not a girl whose like boyfriend is, you know, monopolizing their fan duel or you know place like yeah, how, like, yeah, placing yeah, double yeah, bets. Yeah, yeah. like if you're a girl who gambles let us know i'm like would love to talk to you come I on just, the pod i'm just like i again this is just me generalizing i just think it's so interesting how it's just like this seems to be this like heterosexual male like pastime <laughs> it's like their hobby <laughs> it's what they do for fun yeah no yeah it is it's, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy like my yeah and it's so easy to do that, like, everybody, they all just do it. Like, I'll just be sitting around with my guy friends, and they will all be talking about what they bet money on. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, see, I do, like I said, I'll like I'll bet during the holidays. Like, last year, there was uh, we had a prop bet going with 
Ryan's friend group on five, $5 to enter. We were picking which song Rihanna was going to open with. <laughs> See, like that's I lost. fun though, you know? But like, yeah, but like, that's it. Like, I'm like, I, I, I totally agree with you. I, I also, I've never met a chick that can And I wouldn't even just say female. I just, I've never met a gambler who isn't like a heterosexual male. Male. I, I agree. And again, we are. And if you're out like, there, let me us. know. Let me know. I I'd just like, would want love to talk to you. Because you probably would like this podcast. I agree. Maybe. You'd probably right? know more. You probably That's know a generalization that. too, <laughs> but you might enjoy it. You should you try might it. enjoy it. You probably know more than us. And I'm not saying like all these guys are like bad gamblers. Like I know some guys who, again, like you said, like have limits or are also knowledgeable and good at it. Um, but yeah, like it's just interesting to me that it's just like this pattern. I just, yeah, again, I'm anybody who's not in the heterosexual male category who gambles, like let us know. Curious, would love to talk. Um, yeah, chicks who gamble. I need to like, I should go on Reddit. I bet I could find like a whole page that I called chicks who gamble and real big into the sports betting i just think it's fascinating like that's just like my caveat about it all i'm like wow we'll just dudes... drop our podcast link into the Reddit, link like, just gonna throw it several in the, times in the a day <laughs> until you until somebody <laughs> latches on but so yeah i just think it's really interesting and maybe just the guys that i hang around they're all just big gamblers and i love making conversation with them because i just always ask them like what you betting on who you think and it's funny because some of them will ask me like i got one of my guy friends like called me like a week ago in wanted my my thoughts on the Purdue Minnesota football game and I felt like oddly good about Purdue Minnesota I was like I think you should bet Purdue to win and cover because I think they were like a mild favorite maybe at home and Mm -hmm. it paid out and I said where's my cut (laughs) (laughs) where's my cut but um yeah I just think it's fascinating so okay so you say you I've never I've never gambled um sports gambled um so so you said you'll do it like here and there yeah, so like holidays, like Thanksgiving coming up this week. Yeah. Whole family will will probably place a bet. Um we usually like to do one like we did um <clears throat> this could get like slightly morbid. I don't know if we'll keep this in. Um but like no, like real talk. My uh when my my grandpa passed away last year, we yeah. we placed a a bet on the Bulls and like not too long after he passed away, like the bet hit and the bulls never do well, like, and weren't doing well last year at all. And so yeah. we were just like, it's a sign, man. Yeah. Bob is watching over us. He is, he's like, making, he's doing was, some work up there. Yeah. It was, it was actually, it was like borderline, like, like, like Kinda I was crazy. like, oh, well, yeah. I was like, that's a little weird. Yeah. You're like, um, but then, yeah, like holidays. So Thanksgiving, Christmas, Super Bowl. Okay. Um, college football championship, March Madness. We'll do like yeah. Final Four championship stuff like that. And then I think there's been two games that I've gone to like live that were mm-hmm. like a Big Ten championship, not not a championship, but like a Game. Big Ten like uh, playoff. Uh, what's the tournament? The tournament. I went to the tournament bet on like one of those games i was with a group of people but yeah i'm yeah. I'm, a, I'm like social about it and yeah, i like, like want there to be an religious. event yeah and like 
I feel like those are also weirdly easier to bet on because there's so much information about who's the favorite to win the Super Bowl or like yeah. what the games on Thanksgiving are going to look like. You know, like they're and you know the they're not as the landscape. Yeah, yeah, they're not as, yeah, they're not as big. As, Again, you're you're like, like hard as like your yeah, regular like Sunday night game. You're doing your research and or picking a sport that you're comfortable with. Again, Haley's mm-hmm. tips to betting. Mm-hmm. So you're checking mm-hmm. out right there. And then I guess we can, yep. maybe this will be our last question. You versus me, who would do better? Like you, you and me, an average Sunday watching football, we, I don't know, like maybe we place bets. Who's going to, who's going to win more money? Who would be a better gambler? You, because you'll be more responsible. I'll flex, try to hit a parlay. It'll miss big and I'll lose. Yeah, you'll, you, that's true. You would do like some really obscure parlay that like the odds of it hitting are like so low payouts high but like it's it ain't gonna happen and it'll and come would, close just to yeah. mess with me and then it won't and then you'll you'll bet a, a single money line bet i was gonna say i'll do one money <laughs> and line it'll and an over it'll win and i'll win <laughs> and i'll and like i'll have you'll be in the hole and i'll have like 17 dollars, and i'll be like oh yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah well, that's, I think we both could be decent betters. Again, we know, we know something about some sports, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's the, that's, you know, we, we could call this episode a million things, gambling for girls, but I don't just want to limit it to the ladies G- gambling for dummies, you know? Yeah. I would say like everybody, I hope you guys learned something. I hope we had fun. And if you did have fun, Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't forget to follow us on socials. We're on Instagram. We're on X, formerly Twitter. We're on Threads. We're on Facebook. Uh, You can also find us on the good old YouTube. Uh, You know, one day we'd love to to do this on uh, on like a full time sort of setting. So, easiest way to make that happen is for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Absolutely. Uh, but until then, if anything else comes up, like I said, if you're if you, if you like gambling, send us an email at the sports medicine podcast at gmail.com or yeah, just comment below. Uh, but you know, have a great holiday weekend and we'll chat soon. I'm Maddie Portland. And I'm Haley Carpick. And this has been your weekly dose of the Sports Medicine Podcast. Cheers. Bye.